from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I bet you there's there's a few North Carolina fans I wish they were having some some tech stuff when UNC was playing UVA. Like, oh, the cable's out. Oh, I can't watch. I guess I have to go, you know, enjoy the, the nice weather outside. Oh, the, 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 the tech stuff isn't working. The... The audio isn't working, so I can't hear the descriptions of what I'm watching. Uh, that's the worst loss I've seen in, in some time. Since the Georgia Tech loss last, last year. <laughs> it's, it, you know, well, even so, right? Because this is Drake May a year older, right? This is a North Carolina team that should have learned from that loss. The University of North Carolina got beat by the University of Virginia, and the closer and closer and closer you zoom in on it, the worse and worse and worse it gets. Let's hear from the head coach, Mac Brown, on the disappointments coming from that loss. I'm disappointed in a lot of stuff. I got a, I got a list. Um, but I'm, I'm also uh, excited that they, they stopped two touchdowns from happening that gave us a chance to win. So that's what you got to do. You got to... Everybody does something good, and usually in games, there's always stuff that's bad that you've got to fix. And when you win, people don't notice it and they let it go. If you lose, people are looking for every little thing that would have made a difference. And that, that's why you, you over-criticize on losing and you celebrate on winning. That's, that's why I have to look at it like we lost every game. Okay, you don't have to pretend that you lost this one. Right? You don't have to look at it like you lost every game. No, this one, you lost. That should have been a game you used to boost stats. I mean, I feel like we need to go back and delete our YouTube video that we posted on Friday when I titled it Expect the Fireworks from UNC's offense this weekend. No, I, I actually think the, the opposite needs to happen. We need to show North Carolina that that YouTube video and say this is what it should have been. Virginia had beaten exactly one team coming into that game, and it was an FCS opponent in William & Mary, and they beat them by just 14 points. They beat the number 10 team in the country. There are little th- little things to nitpick, right? The play calling in some respects. Uh, Omari and Hampton wasn't giving the ball enough once it obviously became a game, right? Once it became, oh, UVA isn't going anywhere. We didn't show up and blow them out of the water. We're a little slow. Uh, especially in that the the second half, they should have given the ball to Amari and Hampton more. He is one of the best running backs in, in, in the ACC. They chose not to do that. The defense should have been able to play bigger in the front seven to bottle up UVA specifically in the red zone, right? The, the, the getting pushed around element up front, not going to get it done. Tez Walker had another big day, but Drake May, again, completed 50% of his passes. Again, these are nitpicky things, but you could point to them as, hey, this is a reason why, this is a reason why. Talking about all those little details is letting UNC off the hook. Because it's it's not that, right? Yeah, I mean, kind of, but it's not. You should have been up by 25 points. You should have been up by 25 points, right? Is it, oh, the play calling wasn't great? The play calling shouldn't have mattered, right? 
oh, you know, you should be able, like, you should be able to choose your own adventure through that game. Uh, you know, here I want to run the ball more. Here I want to pass the ball more. Here I want to go to Tez. Here I don't want to go to Tez. Here I want to complete a bunch of passes. Here I want to take some shots downfield. You should be able to to pick and choose your way through that game and win by a bunch. You weren't ready to play. It, it took you too long to took them serious to take them seriously. Excuse me. Uh, that is the issue. That is the issue. Like, I, I know from an internal perspective, you have to watch the tape, you have to learn from it, and you have to try to fix it. But but to me, that game wasn't about the things you're going to fix in practice. Right? They're going to sit on they, – they probably already have Sunday, but definitely Monday. They're going to they're gonna sit and watch film, and they're going to have things to correct on each play. Right? Like, oh – uh, you know, probably could have put a more accurate ball here. Oh, probably could have picked up the blitz better here on defense. Oh, we could have had a better run run fit. Right, all these little minutia that that you know football coaches would understand, but the the layman fan might not. And and it's irrelevant because everybody watching that game knows what the problem was. You didn't show up, and then you got kicked in the teeth early by UVA. Right, we all had. I, I'm sure. Anyone that was watching, and uh, Graham, were you at the game? Yes. Okay, so Graham was at the game, so he's focused on it. But if you're like me on a Saturday, most of the time I'm I'm clicking through. Right, I have the multi view up. I've I've got stats up on my computer. I'm flipping through, making sure I catch every game. Obviously, the Duke Florida State game was going on at a similar time. Uh, we all had that moment where you see the 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 close score, like you know, second quarter between UVA and UNC. And what did you think? Oh wow. <laughs> UNC is going to have to wake up, right? Oh, look at this. UVA sticking with them. Oh, this is actually this is going to be a good loss for UVA. They're going to learn some things. UNC never woke up, right? They never had that moment where they're like, all right, I guess, I guess we're going to have to try for this one. They never had that moment. That's what this is about. You know, I talk about this often as like uh, actually – We'll use the the end of uh, the Adam Gold show, right? I was just talking to Adam during the commercial break as we switched studios. He he was he was educating me on the the cricket stuff that that he was talking about. Yeah, cricket. He was you know, hey, well, I think it was uh, India Pakistan or something was was the the biggest rivalry in cricket. Here's what I want to do. I want to get a cricket fan that knows as much about football as I know about cricket, which means nothing. And have them go watch the UVA North Carolina game, right? Somebody that that might as well be an alien dropped on the planet experiencing American football for the first time. And I want to ask them what the issue was. All right, you just watch the game. What was the problem there? They'd probably say, oh, that team cared about it way more than that team. Oh, that team had more energy than that team, right? UVA, is that is that UVA, that team, right? Okay, UVA had it, the one that's not wearing the, the that, what's that, Carolina blue? Uh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, that team was just, they, they were into it. They looked like they had more on the line. When in actuality, they had so much less on the line. UVA has won one game before beating North Carolina, and it was against William and Mary, which means a win just makes them a little less uh, embarrassed. UNC, meanwhile, was playing with the knowledge that if they take care of business in the games they're supposed to take care of business in, with a schedule that is favorable, they go to the college football playoff. You can kiss that goodbye. I mean, you need so much help elsewhere, it's crazy now. Not to mention the fact that you'd have to fix all of the things that just popped up against against Virginia. Here's Mac Brown on what was happening with the offense specifically for UNC. 
I don't know. I've never seen us drop balls like that, and we did. So protection was pretty good. We ran it okay, but we didn't have it much. That's the other thing. They had it uh, 37 minutes, and we had it 23. So they ended up running 84 plays to our 77. So, uh, but if you don't stop the run, and we didn't stop the run on defense, then that's going to happen. Well, you do realize why they had the ball more than you? Because you dropped the passes. Because you didn't complete the passes. If you complete them, you get first downs, you keep the ball, that doesn't happen. It, like That's such circle logic. Oh, you know, the offense didn't work. Uh, we dropped some passes, but they had the ball more often than we did. So, like, almost like a justification. But, uh, you know, so the offense couldn't really stay. It's it's It could work in reverse, too. You dropped the passes so you didn't have the ball as often. And, and 77 to 84, that's not a huge gap. It's also evident that Virginia showed up to play in North Carolina just straight up didn't. I think that was very true when Virginia's first two opening possessions, they converted for it on fourth down. And it led to two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And when you're Virginia, I always make this joke around this time that it's a time in the football season when teams that aren't going to win their bowl games win their bowl games. And Matt Brown talked about it today in his press conference. You can't give a team like that any sort of momentum. And and you know it. it the problem I had with it is they they never woke up. I I've, I talked about this. This was actually my concern uh, every. Uh, whatever it is, Wednesday uh, on the drive with Tim Donnelly, we do cons and cons, concerns and confidence for the the four teams in the ACC from the state of North Carolina. My concern for UNC was overconfidence. I thought these next three games, including the the UVA game, if you look at their schedule, the three games beginning with, with Virginia, looked like games that you could easily look at and go, oh, we are the cat's meow. Now, I thought towards the end of that three-game run is when you'd have to worry about it, right? I thought they would smash UVA. I thought they would they would really get their, their gears rolling. Everybody would be telling them how awesome they are. They'd be a top-10 team in the country. And and just it happened earlier than I thought. If anything else, I would have been more surprised – or I wouldn't have been more surprised if Carolina lost this week against Georgia Tech and had handled their business against Virginia because at least with Georgia Tech, that's a team that Matt Brown's 2-3 and three against <laughs> since his return to North Carolina also – North Carolina is 10 and 12, or has lost 10 of the last 12 in Atlanta when mm. playing Georgia Tech. So the ATL is not a friendly place to Carolina. So I would have believed that loss more than I would have believed this past, this one this past weekend. It, all good points. I, I also just think it's so much, you know, to use the coaching cliche, uh, like Carolina should believe it's about us, not them, when they're up against these teams. It, it, you know, whether it's whether it's Georgia Tech, whether it's it's UVA, Campbell, who's coming up after that, and not putting them all in the exact same category, but UNC is a level above them in talent. It, it's it, you should take care of your business. You should take care of your business. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers with class sizes like about 16 per teacher. You can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need. A 12 to one student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. 
Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. I do my best to call it like I see it, meaning if I come out to start the show uh, with a critical ear towards Carolina and then the next segment I'm, I'm respecting Duke, it's not because of Carolina and Duke. want to get ahead of that. It's because that's what I say when I see the games. And and I actually I, I'm actually more cautious to do what I'm about to do uh, because of the the optics of the rivalry, right? So I actually went out uh, watched the games on on Saturday like like many do, uh, and then guess what? I wa- rewatched them this morning, or at least the condensed games this morning, because I wanted to make sure I saw what I saw, and I'm going to stick with it. I respect the heck out of the way Duke went down swinging against Florida State. I respect the heck about how they they fired every punch they had in their arsenal. They did everything they possibly could, and it didn't work out. The cards were stacked against them. Here's Mike Elko, their head coach, on the loss. At the end of the day, in those types of games and those types of atmospheres, we've got to be more efficient in the throw game. We've got to be able to execute better. We can't complete eight passes and try to win a game on the road like that. Um, and we've got to finish better in the fourth quarter. Our execution on defense in the fourth quarter was really, really poor. And so, um, you know, it got away at the end. And so now we got to regroup. We got a really talented um, Louisville team coming in next week, and and you know, it's going to be a huge challenge for us. And all true, you can't complete eight passes. 7 of 16, 69 yards, one interception for Riley Leonard. He gets hurt. Henry Bielen comes in, 1 of 6 for 7 yards. But here's the thing, okay? Duke was ahead 20 to 17 with the ball in the third quarter on the other side of halftime when Riley Leonard had to leave the game after re-aggravating his ankle injury. Florida State is really gosh darn good. They right now, with UNC's loss, they are the flagship carrier of all of the hopes and dreams of the ACC making it to or, or you know getting crazy and winning a national championship. Florida State is really good. Duke had them ahead. Duke was ahead. Duke was in the lead 20-17 to 17 in the third quarter with a quarterback that was obviously hobbled and, and lost his magic due to it, and, and they couldn't complete a pass with any kind of consistency. Duke knew they weren't going to win without every bit of guile and wit and veteran ability to to make something out of nothing they possibly could. You know I'm good for a movie reference when when Graham is producing the show. Uh, Graham, have you seen uh, Too Fast, Too Furious? I have. There's a scene where Paul Walker and Tyrese, their characters, are uh, getting ready to like, you know, illegal, the whole thing's about illegal street racing. They're getting ready to race to, you know, uh, I don't know, gangsters for pink slips, right? Meaning they're racing and whoever wins gets the cars back. And right before the race, okay, you don't have to know the whole plot. It, it's, I don't know where it ranks in the Fast and the Furious movies, but uh, you don't have to know the whole plot. But what you know is this, there's a moment right before the race where the two good guys are whispering to each other 
and they know the two bad guys in the movie have better cars, right? And they they simply look at each other and say, uh, like, there's no way we're going to beat these guys straight up. So then they discuss, like, the veteran driving tactics that might be able to win them the race, right? Save the NOS, spray it on the back, play a little chicken, whatever it is. Like, that felt like Duke. It felt like Elko and Riley Leonard got together before the game and said, hey, listen, coach, I don't have the juice in my ankle. It's not better, right? It was hurt against Notre Dame. We luckily were able to to ride the defense against NC State. You're going to need me against Florida State, and I don't have the juice. So then Elko looked at him back and said, all right, here's the thing. We're not going to beat these guys straight up. We're going to need a little defensive touchdown. We're going to need you to be to be as confident and as leader-y as you possibly can. I don't know if leader-y is a word, but you need to be as leadership-y as you possibly can be, and we need to try to ride this one out somehow. They had to play Riley Leonard because they needed the magic. He didn't have it. But somehow they leaned on the defense and had the lead. And then Riley Leonard gets hurt. And from that point on, the the – Whatever energy they did have, you could feel it just kind of get sucked away. When they went to Henry Bielen, and this is not a disrespect on Henry Bielen, he's just not the guy that that captivated the world earlier this season that was supposed to be this you know, conquering hero returning. There, 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 there was this feeling with, with Riley Leonard, even with the hurt ankle, that, hey, he may have only thrown for you know less than 70 yards, but... If we need a drive with the game on the line, he's he's got it somewhere deep in his, his gut, his intestinal fortitude. And they just haven't seen that yet from Beeland to have that same faith. Here's Mike Elko on the decision not to bring in Riley Leonard, who some reported uh, was was pleading his case to get back in the game. Yeah, I mean, he wanted to come back in. He was he was you know begging me on the sideline to come back in. I just I didn't feel comfortable. Um, with where he was health-wise to bring him back, and so we didn't do it. They fired all of their their weaponry, came up short because Florida State is pretty darn good. But make no mistake about it, Florida State had to work for it. Florida State had to work for it. David Hale writes about the ACC and college sports for ESPN. He put out this statistic. Uh, Blue Devils defense – on throws of 20-plus yards downfield this season. They've allowed just two completions on 31 attempts for 52 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. Good for best in the country. You want to hear something even crazier? Last year is when Duke started this turnaround, right? Last year is when Mike Elko took over. They won nine games, and they started becoming the bell of the ball. Last year, Duke allowed 30 completions of 20-plus yards. 30. And everyone was impressed. This year so far, they've allowed two of 31 completions of 20-plus yards. 29 incompletions. That They made Florida State work for it. Now, I'm not a moral victories person, so I'm not sitting here saying Duke somehow won. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, they're better off with the loss. I'm sitting here saying I respect the heck out of the way they went down swinging. Right? This is the equivalent of, uh, you know, leaving the game with no timeouts in your pocket, uh, you know, blood, sweat, and tears out there. They, They should sleep fine on Saturday night. Right, no, no regrets. 
And and do you know what else it shows me? The way they handled that game, the way they threw, they put Riley Leonard out there because they could have, you know, it's obvious he wasn't one hundred percent at the beginning of the game, and and they could have held them back, and protected maybe an eight win season. They were going for an ACC championship game, right? They were all in, and and if it costs them an eight win season and makes it a seven win season, if it costs them a nine win season and makes it an eight win season, they were comfortable with that because they wanted to go for the ACC championship game. And I can't emphasize this enough. They were ahead twenty to seventeen in the third quarter when Riley Leonard got hurt. Right, so the final score being thirty eight to twenty. Comes with context. Comes with a little bit of explanation needed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.